welcome to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and our show is all about exploring a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us connected, more aware, and perhaps gaining a wider perspective. As you know, we've been having some great shows with the Eastside Freedom Library. And the Eastside Freedom Library will now be featured every first Saturday of the month, which I am very excited about. And my co-host is Peter Ratcliffe, who is the co-executive director of this Eastside Freedom Library. Welcome. Thank you. And I'm excited, too. This is just a wonderful kickoff for the years to come. Yes. Of being able to promote the good things that are happening um, at the Eastside Freedom Library, also the cultural events, the activities. We also want to make sure we do a great big thank you to Brunson's Pub. Uh, Brunson's Pub is our sponsor. It's a place where history and passion are part of every detail, starting with the menu, which is inspired by the neighborhood. So I want you to come and experience Brunson's Pub. It's at 956 Payne Avenue. You can grab a discounted gift card when you're there if you mention AM950 Listener or if you're a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. And you can learn more about Brunson's Pub at brunsonspub.com. So, Peter, you've got lots of cool things going on, but I want to make sure that our audience knows more about Eastside Freedom Library. So every time I have you on, I want you to be able to give a little background just in case folks have not heard some of our past shows. So tell me a little bit about it. Sure. So some people ask, why is it called the Freedom Library? And we want to signify on the history of the Civil Rights Movement and Freedom Summer and the Freedom Schools. We also want to contest Uh, the definition of freedom in this society. We don't want to let the right wing uh, steal the word freedom and claim that they're the people who control it and make it available. We want people to create their freedom, and we want the Eastside Freedom Library to be a resource in terms of books, visual art, material objects, and programs. And so we are in St. Paul's most diverse neighborhood, and we are a place where people from different communities in the neighborhood can come together, particularly using art and culture uh, to tell their stories, listen to each other's stories, and build a sense of shared experience and a shared future. I know stories are really important. It seems like every event there is um, something implied about a story being shared. And I think we all have an instinct that when we hear a story, it's something opens up inside us and we have the opportunity to experience someone else's perspective. But you have even a broader perspective, I think, when it comes to art. Um, Tell me about why it's so important that art get expressed through the Eastside Freedom Library. Well, I'll I'll give you an example. So we just recently concluded a project that we called Human Proof Fence that riffed on the Australian movie of the early 2000s, Rabbit Proof Fence. And it was an art project where we invited artists from five communities to create visual art that expressed either their personal experiences or their family's experiences with having been dislocated from the land that they grew up on, having been confined in camps of a different sort, and it included someone from the Japanese-American community who had photographs of his family's experiences in the internment camps of World War II, uh, Karen women who had been in camps in Thailand, uh, Hmong visual artist who had been in uh, camp also in Thailand, and they created visual art, which worked in multiple ways. Some of it was quite abstract, some of it was quite representational, and then we invited people from other communities, from the Oromo community, the Liberian community, uh, the Somali community, uh, to come and talk about what they saw in that art of their own experiences. And at that point, you're getting at what people feel in their hearts and how they realize that people from completely different parts of the globe may have had the same feelings in their hearts and the same effort now to both understand why what happened happened and to understand what they can do and particularly what they can do together. 
So one of the conversations that came about a bill that had failed in the United States Congress a session ago that would have changed the United States government's relationship to the government of Ethiopia. And these Ethiopians who were in the conversation said they just didn't have enough political muscle and then we looked around the room and we said, well, but what if the Cambodians who are here and what if the Hmong who are here and, and what if the Somalis who are here all reached out to their representatives and said, we want you to support this bill about Ethiopia. And we began to talk about how to build political capacity by people sharing their stories and what they had felt in their hearts uh, together. That's how art can work. And make an impact. Absolutely. Now, you have invited uh, Rick Shiomi to be part of our discussion today. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. Uh, Rick is the founding co-artistic director of Full Circle Theater that's been around since 2015. And before that, you started Theater Moo. Yes, I was the artistic director there for 20 years. So tell me, uh, Peter, about how you decided to create this uh, program that's coming up that, that Rick's a part of. Well, I think that I decided to create it when Rick asked me. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and, and I think a large part of what we're trying to do at the Eastside Freedom Library, and I hope that there are people listening today who will hear this, that we want people to come to us with ideas for projects that they think our space and our community uh, would be appropriate for. And it so, is a gorgeous space, if I can say. It's, it sure it, is. It's this wonderful old library. There's only three like them in, in the Saint, Twin Cities. It, well, three in St. Paul. Yeah. Oh, in uh, St. Paul. Yeah. Um, but we had worked with Full Circle before. Uh, and uh, my partner, Beth, who is the co-executive director of the Freedom Library, she and I have been fans of Theater Moo and Moo Performing Arts ever since it started. And in part because it was telling stories that hadn't been told, um, but also because it, it set right out to be a pan-Asian project. So Filipinos, Japanese Americans, Chinese Americans, Hmong, um, all creating their shared experiences while respecting the specificities of what their communities had, had been through. So it's, it's a perfect kind of partner. Uh, for for us at the Freedom Library. Well, I did note that this is the first annual Circle Up Play Reading Festival. So tell me more about it, Rick. So um, we have decided to um, look for scripts that are suitable to our purposes. And, and for Full Circle, our uh, purpose really, our mission really is to bring people of different backgrounds together. Um, and diversity and inclusion and, and equity are also important to our company. Um, so with this, we decided um, we've had scripts submitted to us. We've been looking through them, and we chose these ones or these projects as um, projects that we might be interested in actual giving uh, a huge production down the road. And so are one of our main stage productions down the road. So this becomes an opportunity for our audiences to actually participate in looking at these uh, plays and, and looking at these projects and, and thinking about uh, giving us feedback on what they think about them. Now, you've got uh, December 7th, you'll, uh, Friday, this Friday coming up, um, a week from today, or a week from yesterday, <laughs> is The Fire in a New World, and that's written by you. Yes. Uh, on Saturday, a week from today, December 8th, is Atacama, mm -hmm. and that's written by Augusto Frederico Amador. And it's directed by Laura Trujillo. Mm -hmm. And then again, on that was at 2 o'clock, then it's 7.30. So this is really like a little play festival. Right, it is. <laughs> on Saturday, uh, The Empathy Project. And that's developed uh, and directed by Stephanie Lean Walseth. And Stephanie is joining us today, too. Hello. Yes, hi. Thanks so much for having me. Terrific. Uh, in our next segment, we'll be, I think we'll start off with hearing more about your project, The Empathy Project, how it was created. But I want to make sure in this segment to make sure all of our... Um, uh, shows uh, that you're doing are coming up are, are announced. So if you're in the car, you can hear all uh, hear this before we go to our commercials. Uh, on Sunday, December 9th at 2 p.m., it's the Lady M Project, and that's developed and directed by Martha B. Johnson. 
And then Sunday, December 9th at 2 p.m., it's Glass. And that's written by Lindsay Bushnell, and it's directed by Martha B. Johnson. What I love about the Eastside Freedom Library is all of these things are free. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't turn away donations. <laughs> there you, you know, go. <laughs> that there, is a, there is a pot. Yes. yes. And, and, and we will pass the pot. Yes. Uh, so if you want more information on this, you can go to the info at eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. Also, you can give a call at 651-230-3294. Again, that's info at eastsidefreedomlibrary.org, and the number is 651-230-3294. So I said that we were going to start in the next segment, but we do have like a minute. Um, Why don't you set it up for us, uh, Stephanie? Tell me a little bit about the Empathy Project. Sure. So this project has been a couple of years in the making. Um, It is part scripted pieces written by professional actors, and it's autobiographical moments in their lives um, when they found points of connection and empathy across lines of difference, which I just love resonating so much with what we just heard about your show and about what's happening at Eastside Freedom Library and the mission of Full Circle. So there's a really lovely alignment there. Um, And also moments when those connections across those lines were impossible and what that was and what some of those barriers were. Um, It looks at commonalities of loss and love, um, of birth, of death, of um, some of those common experiences in life. Um, And as I said, it started... A couple of years ago, looking at the political polarization and trying to find different ways that we might be able to speak to each other across those lines of difference, rather than just shouting across the divide from our own side. And we'll learn in the next segment also a little bit more about your role um, at Full Circle Theater as a dramaturg, uh, director, and performer. And we'll listen to also Rick giving us some overviews of of some of the other uh, readings that are coming up. All very exciting. And you're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And you're on Connections Radio Show where we're talking about Eastside Freedom Library. And we're also hearing about the Full Circle reading coming up just a week from today. Talk to you soon. Staying with us. Hi, I'm Rose McGee, founder of Sweet Potato Comfort Pies. I invite you to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s 90th birthday and our Sweet Potato Comfort Pies' fifth annual holiday of service. We'll experience the deep roots of African-American culture and its time-tested practice for fostering healing and constructive action. In the South, where Dr. King led his groundbreaking work for civil rights, Sweet Potato Pie has always been the sacred dessert of black culture. On Saturday, January 19th at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, volunteers will bake 90 pies in honor of Dr. King. Then on Sunday, January 20th at Brookview Community Center in Golden Valley, community members will share their own stories to promote racial solidarity and healing and together will determine who to recognize with a pie for comfort or courage. So to beg, register or donate, please email us at sweetpotatocomfortpies at gmail.com. Together we'll keep our eyes on the pies. Native American women and girls have dreams. They don't want to be one in three of every female who has been sexually abused. Many do everything in their power to make sure they are protected from being sexually assaulted, but they could be simply putting their bike away and get raped. Or they could be in their home and a boyfriend, dad, or even husband could rape them. It could be marital rape or date rape. If you don't want to do something, you have the right to say no. You should be believed and supported and understand if you are raped, it's never your fault. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Greetings, my name is Michael Dardis. I'm excited about my new novel, a historical fiction titled The Dark Side of the Sun. The novel follows six families over 40 years with their struggle for survival and freedom. This is about the relationship of ordinary people living through hard times and two wars. They make difficult decisions to maintain their love and honor to each other and to their country. Wrapped in this struggle is a real mystery that could have changed the course of World War II. 
The Dark Side of the Sun has received five-star reviews on Amazon and Goodreads. Read the details on the actual history behind the book and follow my book signings and other appearances at michaeldartis.com. The Dark Side of the Sun will make a wonderful gift for any reader on your holiday shopping list. You can purchase my novel at michaeldartis.com. That's michaeldartis.com. Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, and today we are celebrating the Eastside Freedom Library. Uh, we have Peter Ratcliffe, who is my co-host, and he will be my co-host for every first Saturday of the month. Welcome, Peter. Thank you. Uh, for more information on the Eastside Freedom Library, you can go to the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. They've got all sorts of cool things that we'll be talking about. But in this segment, we are talking uh, specifically about the Full Circle Theater and uh, some cool things that are going to be happening a week from today with some uh, readings. So before I do that, I want to also thank the Brunson's Pub. Head out to Prince's Pub on 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you are an AM 950 listener or supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. And you can learn more about the Brunson Pub, who is our sponsor at thebrunsonspub.org. So, Rick, you've got this festival coming up of readings. Yes. Tell me just a little bit, and then we're going to um, head over to our friend Stephanie to tell us about the show that she is putting up. Well, the first uh, reading will be Fire in the New World, which is a play that I wrote and will be directing. And um, it is basically a a detective comedy um, that uh, has a main character called Sam Shikaze, and he's kind of like a Sam Spade type of character. And uh, he's living and working in the uh, Powell Street, the Vancouver, uh, Japantown area. And uh, it's set in the 1960s, and so we have the Japanese-Canadian community is reestablishing itself there after the internment camps of World War II. And um, suddenly they have to experience this threat of redevelopment and the destruction of their community once again. So it is a play that has a lot of issues about race and and urban development and minority communities and and things like that that I think are very important still today to all of us. So. And you mentioned it's a trilogy, so you've done a play. I've, I've done, my original play was Yellow Fever, um, which was set in the 1970s, and then a second play was Rosie's Cafe, which was set in the 1950s. So this is the completion of a trilogy in that sense, and I'm excited about that. Is this your first reading of it? Uh, second reading. Second reading, but first public reading. So this is the first time <laughs> the public is going to get a chance to attend. Terrific. Stephanie, we, you started mm-hmm. to tell me about the process that you did to look at some issues with is this an all-woman play or is this uh, a variety of men and women that it's talk about it? a variety about- of men okay. and women absolutely um, and very much in alignment with our company with Full Circle Theater and our company's mission um, to being an intentionally multiracial intentionally multi-generational company and also to incorporate feminist perspectives um, and so as Rick said really speaking to equity diversity and inclusion on all levels um, both those that we're really well versed in and those that we're learning about. Um, so it, it was really meant to bring together a variety of perspectives from a variety of different experiences. Predominantly monologues. Yes. So um, the the project, the idea of it has gone through many iterations. But um, what we're what we're working on now is yes, having uh, professional actors do some monologues, autobiographical about particular moments in their life, and really using those as a catalyst for connection and conversation among the audience members. So folks should know if they're coming to this one that it's not just a passive come and sit and and watch something and witness and then go have your dinner. It's a really be engaged, um, have some conversations with somebody next to you that might be a stranger that you might not otherwise have. Um, really trying to find ways and use this piece um, to to bring people to take it at, uh, together and find those connections um, it, to really catalyze that thought, um, emotional connections, and also 
um, just a deeper understanding of moments in their lives where empathy has been possible and how they might continue to keep it forefront of their mind as they move forward in the world. Now, you mentioned that this is something that you're using to review for potential production in the future. Uh, might some of the audience reaction impact the play development? Or Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that this is actually a living, breathing, yes. artistic uh, project. Yes, absolutely. We're, we're very much um, using this as kind of a testing ground and an experiment to see um, how does it work? What works well? What do we need to shift um, with the hope that we would develop this into a larger scale project? Um, and we have some exciting ideas about that that we're not yet ready to reveal. <laughs> but if you come, you can definitely be a part of that development. As Rick said, we really look forward to hearing your thoughts um, as we work to develop it into a full-scale piece. So again, have you um, done this before? I asked, uh, is this, or is this your first reading of it, public reading? Yes, this is the first reading, public reading of it. Cool. So um, it's the lovely thing about Rick and uh, Martha Johnson, the co-artistic directors who are very much a, let's do this, let's try it out. Um, and so really let's force it to just put it on the table and try something. So um, we're excited. And the audiences that we've had with Full Circle and those that have joined us at Eastside Freedom Library have just been tremendous in um, providing that rich, constructive feedback. And so we very much invite all your listeners to come and join us for this project and really be an integral part of it. Now, for uh, the fire in the new world that you had uh, told a little bit more about in terms of um, this uh, detective story taking place in uh, Canada in Vancouver on Powell Street. That takes place Friday, yes. December 7th. Um, that's a 7.30 p.m. So come and enjoy a good play reading. How long would you say the play is? Uh, it'll be about 90 minutes. 90 minutes. And Peter, then you'll be doing a discussion afterwards. So, or uh, how long do you think the entire experience will be? 7.30 to... Probably till ten. Till ten. Um, still time to get to Brunson's before <laughs> good, before go. last call. There yes. you go. Good job. And uh, Stephanie, yours is on Saturday, uh, December eighth at seven thirty p.m. Yes, that's right. And your play runs about the same, about ninety minutes. Um, you know, it may be shorter. We're still actually working on the exact length. I think I I would say it will be between sixty and ninety minutes, as as a, a large piece of it will be interactive with room for conversation embedded within the piece. And is there a hope that you have uh, for this play that uh, when you're reading it, do you have a, a special request that you want the audience to be thinking about uh, or just to at least be thinking about their own connections Absolutely. to empathy? Absolutely. Um you know, we were inspired uh, by a talk that was given at the MIA recently by Roman Krisnarek, uh, who's a social psychologist and has written a book on empathy. Um, and, and it was really inspiring to hear some of the work that he and his colleagues have done all across the world. Um, and certainly that has left uh, imprints with me that I am now thinking about in my daily life. How can I start conversations with strangers? Um, how can I be more open to people in the world and think about um, those places of making connections? I think in this moment that we're in, uh, where the world feels like it's on fire and there's a turmoil kind of every direction that you look. Um, this is an antidote to that uh, on a very micro scale, but I think in some ways that are uh, that's the way that we have to work. It's not the only strategy, but it's one strategy um, to try to work against that fear and divisiveness um, that we so often feel right now in the world. And empathy as a tool for connection. Absolutely. Well, I encourage our audience to... Take a look at uh, the Eastside Freedom Library for many reasons. Uh, go to their website. Check out all the cool things that they're doing. But in particular, take a look at this cool full circle uh, set of readings that are coming up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, this is your opportunity to see plays that may be coming down the road in full production. Uh, you get to have the ibby-dibby opportunity to see it first. Give your feedback because your feedback's important. Um, we have a smart, good an exciting audience, and when you participate, you make a difference. And you make a difference by coming to the Eastside Freedom Library to get to know the good work that they're doing there. Uh, you make a difference by being able to give feedback to these artists and theater uh, visionaries to look at theater in new ways. And what can we do to support that? And that's my challenge for the audience to be thinking about. How can we be supporting the Eastside Freedom Library? When we come back, we'll continue talking about uh, the uh, Circle Up 
Talk Play Reading Festival. And stay with us. We'll be back in just a few moments. There's just a few commercials we have to have. Gandhi Mahal is a full-spice Bangladeshi Indian restaurant. The owner, Rahel Islam, comes from the Flavor Village in Bangladesh, and he is pleased to offer you dishes cooked from passed-down family recipes. Gandhi Mahal's mission is to provide high-quality, healthy, locally-sourced food that brings you peace by pleasing your palate. Dedicated to Gandhi's principle of inspiring change through our contributions, Gandhi Mahal Restaurant aspires to bring diverse Minnesotans together. We invite you to join Gandhi Mahal's celebration for New Year's Eve. Join us for lively, authentic Indian music and a special meal to bring in our New Year hopes for change. Your visit will also support increased community understanding and sustainability. Visit Gandhi Mahal Restaurant located at 3009 27th Avenue South in Minneapolis. And learn more about us at our website, GandhiMahal.com. That's GandhiMahal.com. St. Paul's Payne Avenue Historic Brunson's Pub has a special charm you feel instantly as you walk through the doors. Owners Tom and Molly encourage you to come to their cozy pub and celebrate the holidays with great food and drink. Brunson's Pub gives you a taste of history and inspires you to make a little history of your own. Tom's first job at 17 was a busser at a local Eastside restaurant. The attraction to hospitality was immediate. The energy, the community, the living history. He knew his future then. Not long after, Tom met Molly while both working at a St. Paul pub. It was love at first sight. With Tom's passion for locally owned restaurants and Molly's entrepreneurial drive, a partnership was forged and grew into a celebration of the art and history of the St. Paul pub through creating the Brunson's Pub. Bring your friends and family and enjoy good times together at Brunson's Pub. You can pick up a discounted gift card at Brunson'sPub.com and be sure to give a visit and a like to Brunson's Pub on Facebook. Tom and Molly look forward to seeing you. The bright and fun brainchild of the Wadi Brothers, the World Street Kitchen, features flavors from across the globe, from Asia to the Caribbean to the Mediterranean and everything in between. The restaurant serves popular staples, specials, sweets, and cocktails in one friendly spot. What's it like? It's an experience. The red curry chicken burrito slaps you on one cheek and kisses you on the other. Bring your favorite people, order at the counter, sit together and laugh. Eat your crazy, delicious, simple food with big, bold flavors that come together with delicious harmony. And for dessert, enjoy the best ice cream you've ever tasted at Milk Jam Creamery just next door. Amazing frozen creation by the team behind the World Street Kitchen. Come to Minneapolis Uptown at 2743 Lindale Avenue South and get a taste of the world. Find out about the tasty goodness at EATWSK.com. That's EATWSK.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Hawes. Saturday, snow, high near 34. Sunday, chance of snow, cloudy with a high near 31. And Monday, mostly sunny with a high near 26. The Nicollet Island Inn is celebrating the Feast of St. Nick, December 6th to the 9th with a four-course special menu. Two for $89. The Christmas charm at the inn is tasty and beautiful. Don't miss this holiday experience. Make a reservation today with Open Table or go to nicoletteislandinn.com. Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and today is the Eastside Freedom Library Day. In fact, every first Saturday of the month will be an Eastside Freedom Library Day, and my co-host it, today and on every first Saturday of the month is Peter Ratcliffe. Welcome. I'm very glad to be here, Lori. And it's a delight to have you as my co-host, but I also appreciate that you are the co-executive director of the Eastside Freedom Library. I do, too. (laughs) (laughs) And bringing good things to our Twin Cities uh, that we can amplify through our Connections Radio Show. And part of that amplification is done through the support of the Brunson's Pub, which is a very cool place. I recently went there. I took my husband there. I made my husband take his friend there before the hockey game. So it is a terrific place that they absolutely loved as well as I loved it. It's a place where history and passion are part of every detail, starting with the menu, which is inspired by the neighborhood, which is very multicultural. Uh, When you come to Brunson's Pub, which is at 956 Payne Avenue, be sure to grab a discounted gift card and when you tell them that you're an AM 950 listener or you're a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library you get a good discount so I want you to be going there for good times and for good deals 
Today we have been talking um, about the Full Circle Theater, but I also, uh, before we get back to talking about the readings that are taking place at the Eastside Freedom Library, wanted to let you know about a giveaway that we have, um, and it's not something that you call in for. This is one that I want you to go to the Connections Radio Show Facebook page and do a message if you would like these tickets. This is for um, the Woodward presentation that Bob Woodward, who uh, was all part of the, as you may remember, the Washington Post in 1971 when he covered the the whole Watergate. Well, he's coming to the Twin Cities, and it, what he's going to be talking about is what's really going on in the Trump administration and how it's impacting the economy and global political stability. So he's a legendary Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist. Bob Woodward is going to be providing deep insights. He's going to be talking about his book, Fear, Trump and the White House and the State of the American presidency. So if you want these tickets, he's at the State Theater Monday, December 3rd at 730. Uh, What you do is go to the Connections Facebook page. And if you haven't liked us yet, like us and then send a personal message about um, wanting to come to see the show. I will get back to the winner at 1030. Uh, so be sure to give me your name, your phone number and your email so that I can get back to you and give you these pair of tickets. Now, back to a free presentation that's happening at the Eastside Freedom Library. Uh, there are uh, a play readings that are going to be taking place that are part of the Circle Up Play Reading Festival. Um, and this is the first annual. Uh, in our last segment, we talked uh, about Fire in the New World. And we also talked about the Empathy Project. I do encourage you, if you haven't, if you just joined us, to listen to our podcast and hear the first couple segments. But in this segment, we're going to start off with Atacama, which is written by Augusto Frederico Amador and directed by Lara Trujillo. This is going to be taking place on Saturday, December 8th at 2 o'clock at the Eastside Freedom Library. And telling us about this is the uh, executive director, the artistic, artistic director, the co-artistic director of the Full Circle Theater, Rick Shiomi. So, Rick, tell me about Atacama. Atacama uh, is a very powerful play um, set in the Atacama Desert of Chile. And... Um, it is a play that happens uh, sometime after the Pinochet regime in Chile um, killed or, or disappeared um, many thousands of people. And uh, the story goes that many of them were buried in the Atacama Desert and then actually they were later removed, the bones and bodies. Um, but um, there are still remnants there and this play is set there where uh, a man and a woman meet while they're both digging in the desert uh, looking for the remnants of their relatives. Um, and it's a very powerful play about um, uh, what happened, the, the story, the families um, uh, through these two people and uh, the story of their search and the pain that they go through and, and their own search for reconciliation um, uh, in the aftermath of that uh, terrible regime. The metaphor of looking for bones is so powerful um, because it's a search for not only a relative but a reason right. and a meaning right. and and finding what was lost. Exactly. It's, a, it's such a powerful – when I read it, I just felt like just compelled. You just keep going further and further into it. And, and it's a play that – looks at um, uh, both sides of, of the issue in some ways um, because one of the people is someone who uh, whose uh, relative was part of the protesters mm-hmm. and then the other person is someone who was actually affiliated with the regime. Wow. And so it, it becomes, you realize that this is such a powerful sort of encounter between uh, two people. And the connections. The connections that happen between them. Fascinating. That um, now something exci- exciting about this is that it was developed through the Humanitas uh, Prize, and it was a finalist for the BBC International Playwriting Competition. Yes, it's uh, this play has already gotten considerable recognition, even though it hasn't been produced yet. Um, and then it was actually recently added to uh, Steppenwolf theaters in Chicago, um, they have this list of of unproduced plays called The Mix, and it was recently added to that. So it's just uh, a play that's getting a lot of attention. 
and one that folks can come and listen to. Give feedback because your feedback is important. Uh, this is play readings. Play readings are special. Absolutely. They allow a, a different kind of intimacy. They're very intimate, and and you really get to focus on the words, yes. on, on the characters, on the stories. Uh, it's not about the flash or the sets or the costumes. Mm-hmm. It's really about embodying the story and the people. The involved. essence. Yeah, the essence of the play. I also want us to talk about two other productions that you'll be doing on Sunday, The Lady M Project and Glass. Tell me about those. Um, the Lady M Project is a project being developed by Martha Johnson, and she um, has been inspired by the, of course, Lady M is Lady Macbeth in, in Shakespeare's Macbeth, and um, and she's fascinated by that moment when Lady Macbeth herself um, experiences some kind of guilt and some kind of search for redemption. And in a way, she is thinking about exploring that. This is a very exploratory uh, uh Piece project that that she's just looking at to start with, and and uh, so we're excited to see where she, where she can go with it, um, where it goes from out out to in in. We <laughs> <laughs> we who knows. Exactly. And um, and she has a very strong feminist uh, contemporary perception, um, so she really wants to look at it that way. Well, Lady M is very powerful. Yes, uh, in and of itself. And has often been demonized yes, and exactly. in, instead of given heart to. Exactly. And then uh, one added feature of it is that um, Martha Johnson has a, a longstanding um, uh, friendship and, and, and professional uh, relationship with um, Rani Ramaswamy, who is a uh, uh, Bratanatyam dancer, um, choreographer um, with Ragamala uh, Dance Theatre, and they're a tremendously successful company. And Ronnie is going to do some movement uh, cool. in relationship to that piece. So we're excited about that as well. So we'll get to imagine that. Yes. <laughs> we'll be able to see a little bit of movement. Oh, there will be, at, during the reading, a little bit of movement. Oh. part of it. Um, and then the other play is called Glass, and it's uh, an absurdist feminist uh, piece written by uh, Lindsay Bushnell. And uh, it looks at the, the circumstances of uh, women in society today and all the expectations and, and all the sort of niches that they've, they've been put into or the stress that they have to deal with, but through a kind of uh, absurdist uh, lens. So Wow. Now, you, we talked a little bit in the previous segments about some of the reasons you've wanted to put Full Circle together. Uh, tell me more about how these pieces reflect the diversity of perspectives that, that Full Circle, and I love the name Full Circle, um, is including, what, in, how, how you have created an inclusion of artistic um, ideas. Absolutely. Um, we're excited about these pieces because, as you say, they reflect the world of our company. Um, Fire in the New World is basically a, a Japanese-Canadian um, uh, story. Um, uh, Atacama is a, a Chilean-Latinx-based uh, uh, um, uh, story. Um, uh, the Empathy Project involves uh, a Native American artist, uh, uh, an African American artist, and a, a, an Asian American artist. So those three different stories, different perspectives are going to be involved in it. Um, uh, the Lady M Project is a very feminist piece, and Glass is a very feminist piece. So I feel like we're really um, uh, looking at those powerful elements that are central to our company and, and central to these plays. And these are going to help influence what goes into full production. Do you have an estimate of how many shows that you want to be doing in the upcoming years ahead? We're um, open-ended. At this point, um, up to this point, we've usually done one main stage production a year. Um, And now we're thinking of expanding to two productions a year, but also we have all of these other activities, like this play reading series, like we're go- we just completed a workshop showcase for actors, developing actors. Um, we're going to do more of those. Um, we're going to do uh, outreach activities. So it's really, the, the company is growing in that sense, and we're excited about that. And for more information, I want folks to know that you can go to the Full Circle Theater MN dot org uh, and learn more about all the cool things that are happening with 
full circle. Um, I am hoping that they are not going to be a stranger to Connections Radio Show and that we'll look for creative opportunities to keep making sure that your work uh, is heard by many. Great. So that we can have the full circle through our radio as well. So I want to also get back to the Eastside Freedom Library and how these shows also are so important to the multicultural community within the Eastside and within the Twin Cities. Well, I think that listening to Rick, um, I'm struck by how diversity isn't only about how people look or what affiliation they carry on a passport or birth certificate, but diversity is also the in the ways that people think and express themselves. And so we're talking a lot at the Eastside Freedom Library about this seemingly academic-sounding term, intersectionality. How do these pieces fit together? And whether we're talking about the connections between the Me Too movement and environmentalism and what both of those things have to say to the labor movement or we're trying to understand uh, the positionality of women in our society, or the experiences of people across the world, not even necessarily within the boundaries of the United States. This is all uh, the, the purview of the Eastside Freedom Library and the community that we see taking shape with us. And what's also wonderful is that you provide this as an opportunity that is accessible for all. Uh, But, of course, you do like to uh, be able to remind folks that there's always uh, a contribution. uh, Welcome. Welcome, yes. (laughs) As a way to support the good efforts of the Eastside Freedom Library. And and more than 1,200 people already have. Oh, wonderful. And more more to come. So stay with us. We're going to be talking more about the other upcoming events at the Eastside Freedom Library in our next segment. So stay with us after just a few short commercials. My name is Mikaela. When I got back from Iraq, I became pregnant and ended up homeless. Counselors helped us apply for VA supportive housing. VA offers programs to help eligible veterans stay healthy, find a job, and secure or maintain safe, stable housing. My life works now. I got help from VA, and now I'm on a mission to share these resources. If you or a veteran you know is homeless or at immediate risk of becoming homeless, call 877-424-3838. Joyful gospel, roof-raising rhythm and blues, fill the house as Park Square Theater presents Marie and Rosetta. November 23rd through December 30th. Godmother of rock and roll, Sister Rosetta Tharp was a huge influence on Elvis, Johnny Cash, Jimi Hendrix, and Ray Charles. This play with music begins as Rosetta and her young protege, Marie Knight, prepare for a tour that will establish them as a groundbreaking musical duo. Jamicia Bennett as Rosetta, with Rajune Couture-Brown as Marie. This is a song fest you won't want to miss, including This Train, Were You There, Rock Me, Sit Down, Didn't It Rain, Call My Name in Prayer, Tall Skinny Papa, Four or Five Times, I Look Down the Line, Amazing Grace, and Peace in the Valley. Previews start Thanksgiving weekend and November 30th is opening night. More at parksquaretheater.org. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Hi, I'm Noshina Hussein, and I'm from Reviving the Islamic Sisterhood for Empowerment. We are on a mission to amplify the voice and power of Muslim women by reclaiming stories told about us and training our sisters to become leaders in our communities. We imagine a future in which all Muslim women are connected, reflected, celebrated, and emboldened. A future that can only be realized when we see ourselves in positions of power. Our sisterhood is grounded in our faith, which inspires us to show up together and create change in our communities. Together, we rise. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and Peter Ratcliffe is here today as my co-host, and he will be my co-host the first Saturday every month because we're celebrating the Eastside Freedom Library every first Saturday of the month. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Laurie. So glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm also glad that Brunson's Pub is our sponsor. Um, Not only are they very generous, their place is great. Yep. It's it's a rock and cool kind of place. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are part of every detail, starting with the menu, which is inspired by the neighborhood, which is a very multicultural neighborhood. So come and experience the Brunson's Pub. It's at 956 Payne Avenue. When you come, you can grab a discounted gift card. You get only get the discount if you tell them that you're the AM950 listener or if you're a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. And you can learn more about Brunson's Pub at Brunson's pub.com what a wonderful conversation we've had today yes i thoroughly loved having rick shiomi who is the co-artistic director of full circle theater talk about your upcoming annual play festival that is absolutely terrific if folks missed it and you're just joining in now be sure to check the podcast of um our show which is on am950radio.com Or you can also take a look at some websites that give you some information about it. Uh, To go to the eastsidefreedomlibrary.com, you can... Dot org. Dot org, excuse me, eastsidefreedomlibrary.org, you can um, find out all the dates of the play reading and a little bit of information on each. Uh, But I also want to encourage you to take a look at the Full Circle Theater mn.org as another place to learn more about the shows and their their mission and activities. So we've got lots of other events that are happening at the Eastside Freedom Library coming up this month. So let's start with the one that's coming up on the 4th, is it? December 4th? Yes. So, you know, we are a library. Uh, We have about 20,000 books cataloged and shelved. Uh, focused in labor, immigration, and social justice history, and the various ways that people have used art and culture to tell those stories. So we want to call more attention uh, to the books, and so we're inviting friends and neighbors to come on the first Sunday afternoon of every month at 4 p.m. for what we're calling Book Geek Happy Hour. Oh, that's wonderful. So it's, it's a different kind of book club in that Everyone is going to be reading something different and either bring your own book with you or find something on our shelves, read for an hour or so, and then join together for a bit of refreshment and a conversation about what you were drawn to and why you were drawn to it. Bring a little notebook so you can jot down good ideas from other people. Um, And we want to build a community of readers thinkers, idea creators together. So that's Sunday so at tomorrow. 4. Tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow at 4. Tomorrow at, from 4 to 6 is yep. the Book Geek Happy Hour. And give us the address again of the Eastside Freedom Library. It's 1105 Greenbrier Street, which is one block east of Payne Avenue and two blocks south of Maryland in St. Paul. Then on December 3rd, you've got a conversation about Marie and Rosetta. Yes. You know, as I look at the next month that's coming, the major events are all in partnership with some other organization. So on Monday evening, the 3rd, facilitated by the On Stage Project, uh, which is created by Lucas Erickson with support of Springboard in the Arts, we're partnering with Park Square Theater to have a conversation about their current main stage production, Marie and Rosetta. And we will have the two actors who are in the play and Wendy Knox, the director. And we will have a conversation about the play and a secret code to share so that uh, people can get inexpensive tickets 
if they've not had a chance to see it yet. And the music. And the music is Out of this world, amazing. Amazing. And then the next night, Tuesday the 4th, we're partnering with the Islamic Resource Group of Minnesota, who are doing a series of presentations that they call Islam 101. And this presentation will be on the history of Islam in early America. I'm a historian, and I'm excited that they want to talk about how many enslaved people taken from Africa in the first two centuries of the United States were actually practicing Muslims, and what was their legacy uh, in the United States. So that's a partnership with the Islamic Resource Group on Tuesday night. Then, of course, we're partnering with Full Circle Theater, as we've been talking about this morning, uh, with their play reading cycle on Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday of next weekend. And Saturday during the day and Sunday during the day. Yes. So check out the calendar for that. Uh, um, right. if, if you love listening to play readings, and I'm one of those geeks that do, uh, this is like four, three days of, of cool festival readings. Right. Right. And then we're partnering with the Lower Phelan Creek Project, which is another nonprofit on the east side, uh, who have created a film about cultural healing and the experience of Dakota people on the east side and in the area of Phelan Creek and what is now the Bruce Vento Nature Sanctuary. And that will be the evening of December 13th. And finally, on Monday evening, December 17th, in partnership with the University of Minnesota's Labor Education Service, we will be having a conversation about the relationship between the labor movement and the environmental movement. And one of the things that we're so proud of at the Eastside Freedom Library is that we're a place where people come to have difficult conversations. They don't just come to feel good. They don't just come to have a good time. They may even think that feeling good and having a good time has something to do with having a difficult Mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. And so we expect to have people who are for the pipeline and against the pipeline, for the mine and against the mine, and all around the concept that we've picked up from a group called the Labor Network for Sustainability, how to make a living on a living planet. And that will be Monday evening, the 17th of December. And that's so fascinating. So often we think of business and environmental concerns as not being um, able to find a connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I deeply believe that for in order for capitalism to work, there has to be a consciousness that we've strayed away from. And what is who are the stakeholders and is the earth a stakeholder? Right. Right. That that should be considered, and, and what does that look like? Uh, right, and and we also think that we're at a historical period where the labor movement needs to rethink its boundaries and its focus. Mm-hmm. And so how does the labor movement connect with the women's movement? This past month we had a great discussion on labor and Me Too. How does the labor movement connect with Black Lives Matter? How does the labor movement connect with GLBTQ rights? All of these are things that people inside the labor movement are trying to think about and find productive ideas with people from movements outside of labor as well as inside and to have those difficult conversations that enable us to move forward. Exciting times, exciting conversations. I'm looking forward. I'm going to try and make it to that one too. Great. Uh, my, my calendar is filling up with Eastside Freedom Library for December. Do you want to give a quick preview for our January show? So uh, the first Saturday in January, I'm expecting to be joined by Ethiopian poets from the group Rhythmic Literature, who will be talking about the ways that they're using art and culture to tell their stories and share their stories with other East Africans and other people here in the Twin Cities community. And for more information, go to the eastsidefreedomlibrary.org. 